everyone, Olivia here with the Y2K podcast. Spring is here at last. Today has been a glorious sunny day and it is finally starting to smell properly like spring. I've been out running and feel all energised and happy. Though we were supposed to have a field trip today and of course that didn't happen as all my courses have moved online now. So I've got some listener emails. Thank you so much. One person who wanted to be anonymous asked about, well, they basically asked, what was I thinking putting these voicemails out into the world like this? If I thought about what I'm doing releasing these very personal stories into the world. And I think that's absolutely valid. I'm not really being fair on my mum and her friend doing this. Not to mention all the other people involved. Not that I knew there would be anyone but Kat and Jess on those tapes. That was uh, definitely a surprise. Another surprise was how emotional and personal and dramatic and raw things are on the voicemails. I suppose I thought they'd be more like regular voicemails, you know? More like short check-ins and mundane descriptions of everyday life. When I started, I was... I was angry at my parents. Disappointed. And upset. And there was so much about this time that I didn't know. I thought I would play some chit-chatty messages and hopefully get a few people to listen and maybe find someone who knew more about what was going on with my parents in 2000, who could answer some of the questions I have that I don't know how to ask my parents. I definitely didn't expect all this. And now, I don't feel like I can stop. I've got some leads. And I feel like this podcast and you, wonderful listeners, could lead me to some of the answers I want. So, I'll go on. But, yes, uh, I will tell my mum and her friend. I just have to find a good time to do it. Right. Last week, Jess went overboard party planning for Bri, and Kat got a surprise fancy dinner. Welcome to the year 2000. Oh, Kat. Last night was bad. Fuck. Bri got visibly stressed out by the random group of people, and... It was such a weird dynamic of cliques who didn't know each other. Also, it turns out the ballroom dancing people don't drink, which is fine in every way, except it made Bri feel that she shouldn't drink either. And that made me feel like I shouldn't drink, and the two people in that room who would have actually benefited most from a beer or two to de-stress didn't have any, which made it worse. I wanted it to be fun and relaxed and for Bri to feel appreciated, but 
I ended up getting completely worked up about every little detail, and I, um, I yelled at the bar staff about the beer mats being the wrong color. I know, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like a bridezilla. <laughs> Crap. <sighs> you were right, as always, when you said to tone it down a little. But I was so caught up in everything that I couldn't stop. I knew deep down that I was overdoing everything, but it just snowballed. <laughs> I guess it turned out more or less all right after a while. Anyway, Maya got bright talking about horror movies, and that of course led to the Blair Witch Project, and Bri has lots to say on that. Turns out Gavin also loves horror, so he could join in. Rachel, being wonderful as always, distracted me with, well, herself, but also food and sympathy. And uh, everyone else got over being incredibly awkward and settled on being only medium awkward with each other. Oh, I think the food was all right, though I hardly tasted any of it. People left semi-early, but who could blame them? Oh, I tried to talk to Bri after the party to explain, but she avoided me and went straight to bed. And I get it. At least I have no physical hangover today. Just an emotional one. Oh, Kat, I'm a wreck. I spend so much energy on getting everything done in school and trying to take care of Bri that I... I... There's nothing left. I feel empty and so very tired. Like... I could sleep for a week, but then when I do try to sleep, I can't relax. I just lay there and all the thoughts and doubts I haven't made time for during the day pop up and demand attention. And it's like every single thing is of equal and enormous significance. like. The fact that I said a slightly weird thing about bunnies to Helena last night looms just as large as the fact that I gave Bri a crap birthday party. Oh, along with 30 other things. It's so noisy in here. I don't know how to deal with it. Cat, I'm just... Yes? Can I come in? Bri, yes, of course. Hey, Fib. Hi. I'm so sorry about last night, Bri. Oh, come here. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Really? Well... <laughs> I yelled at the bar staff. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was, um, pretty stressed. I know. Everyone tried to tell me not to make too big a thing out of this party. That I was overcompensating, and I knew they were right. I just couldn't stop myself. Gavin's cool. 
he's got the entire Nightmare on Elm Street movie collection on VHS. I didn't know that. See? I wouldn't have known that if you hadn't invited him. Right. <laughs> Friends again? Always. French? Yes. I just have to finish up this message for Kat. Hmm. Cool. Love you, Bri. Love you, Seb. Oh, Kat. <laughs> so that was Bri. And she's not mad at me. <sighs> I feel better now. But still tired. Yeah. Have to figure out how to deal with that. My therapist suggested antidepressants last time. He said they can even out the highs and the lows, and I'm sure they can, but it feels weird, you know? If I start altering my body chemistry, who knows what will happen? Like when that doctor put me on birth control pills to regulate my period, and all they did was make my period pain worse and my sex drive plummet to zero. I don't usually respond well to medication that does anything more than relieve pain. Brunch is almost ready. Thanks, Maya. Oh, that smells wonderful. Bri is making French toast. Oh, wow. You all right? Yes. Very all right. Right. See you in the kitchen. I should finish up so I don't get interrupted again. <laughs> and so I can go have brunch. Dad used to make French toast sometimes on Sundays when we were kids. It was a special treat. <laughs> and it feels right that Bri's making it now. Let me know what's up with you, Kat. Did you have a good time at the fancy restaurant? Also... Don't forget to book another quiz night with the flatmates. You need to keep up the tradition, especially now I'm not there to remind you. Love you. Jess! <laughs> ah, it was great to finally hear Bry's voice. Next time you have to make her say hi, okay? And I'm sure the party wasn't quite as bad as you thought it was. Even if it was, people won't mind too much. It's huge for you and made huger by the fact that you are depressed and not sleeping. But for most people, a so-so party is just something that happens that they don't think twice about. Okay? Notice how I slipped in the word depression? Because I think that's probably what's going on. Don't you? And I know about depression, remember? My mother's been on antidepressants more or less her whole life. So if your therapist says you should consider medication, you should consider medication. And they're not the same type of medication as birth control pills, so I'm not buying that excuse. Also, there are lots of different types and your doctor can help you find the right one for you. Lecture over. I just don't want you to dismiss something that has a very good chance of making you feel better. Okie dokie.
<laughs> okay, so now that I'm done lecturing you, we can move on to my amazing news. Jono and I are moving in together. Well, technically I'm moving in with him, but who cares about technically? I am very excited. I never lived with a boyfriend before. Well, you know that. <laughs> we got talking about it, and I'm over there practically all the time anyway, and he suggested I simply not leave. <laughs> He's very generously offered to let me pay the same rent I'm paying now, even though his flat is, of course, much more expensive. Our flat soon. I'm so happy. This whole lugging stuff around in my handbag is getting really old. Plus, I never have what I need when I need it. It's always at the other place. So, I talked to Sharon today and handed in my four-week notice. But I'm moving tomorrow. I have to pack all my stuff and figure out where it all goes at Jono's place. Our place. I have to get used to saying that. I'm so excited. Oh, he needs to give up some closet space and bookshelves. And there is no bathroom cabinet, so not sure what to do. We have to go to Ikea. We can be one of those couples that go to Ikea. Though we won't argue like those couples. We'll just buy great cheap stuff and have meatballs for lunch. <laughs> It'll be like introducing Jono to a piece of Swedish culture. Well, I'm sure he's been to Ikea, but not with an actual Swedish person. And I can buy salty licorice. Yay! He probably hasn't had it before. Remember when you tried it? You were very brave, but I know it's definitely not your thing. <sighs> okay, I have to go start packing. I hope you can breathe a little, you know? Seems like it's been one thing after another for you. Take some you time, okay? And remember, you are amazing and can do anything. Just breathe. Love you. <laughs> I actually like salty licorice. Probably one of the very few people at this uni who does. I'm glad Jess ended up being open to antidepressants. Her attitude seems very foreign to me, but I guess times have changed. Also, my parents have always been such advocates of medication for various ailments, including depression and vaccines and... yeah. Sometimes it's good that times change, right? So you've heard me talk about our Patreon in the outros. It's where you can support the show through monthly donations, and we try to come up with fun things to share with you to say thank you. We've recorded the first Patreon-exclusive episode, Tammy and me. <laughs> I have no control over it, really. Tammy runs the whole thing, which is perfect. All I have to do is just show up and talk. 
We had a lot of fun and our wonderful Patreon supporters can hear the first Tammy's Takeover in about a week. Excited to hear what you think. That's all for today. Stay safe out there. Here's the outro. If you knew either Kat or Jess or any of their friends 20 years ago, I would like to hear from you. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. That's the number two. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find more info and, of course, listen to all the episodes. The show is also on Apple Podcasts, what used to be iTunes, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. And if you have a minute, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the show, and also, it makes me very happy. If you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So, if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. Our fantastic music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia, thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000. (laughs) 